Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tambi. And I'm Erin. And this is our seventh heaven podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about season 11, episode 14 of Seventh Heaven. The title is Deacon Blues. The IMDb user synopsis is T Bone needs a driver's license to have some privacy with Ruthie, so he asks Kevin to give him practice lessons, but gets a torture version. Annie doesn't believe Lou's announcement the deacons want youth-friendlier church services because of a $16,000 budget deviation and even a publicity swap with a car dealership. Ultimately, the twins solve the account's discrepancy. Mac needs a job to pay his part of a place with Margaret and Jane, so T-Bone gets him hired as ticket colleague. What was your first impression of this episode? <laughs> ticket colleague. <laughs> what even? T- ticket colleague. Um, They're like at the movie theater. <laughs> ticket colleague. colleague. This is my ticket colleague. Yeah. You'll be handling your tickets. Your ticket affairs today. Um, I like this episode better than the last two episodes we saw. Uh, but only marginally. Um, I thought that the last episode was a solid episode. That is fair for you to believe. I, however, did not agree. Lots of hijinks. Um, this one, I feel like, though, it was kind of a recycled storyline. I feel like we've done this a couple of times already, where the budget's all messed up, and the Rev and the Deacons and Lou don't agree or whatever. I found their spending issue, and it's that Annie does the accounting for free, and for some reason Lou is still on the church payroll when, like, he's getting paid to do nothing because Annie is doing the accounting. Um, and even in this case, the useless twins, um, although they didn't actually do any, like... They just found <laughs> the money. It's a gross oversight by every other adult <laughs> that handled this ledger before the twins. Um, but we'll get to that. Um, um, no, I just, I mean, it was a recycled storyline, but I felt, I thought it was more, like, entertaining to watch than the last episode. Um, Aaron disagrees but that's that's why there's two of us um so, people have opinions some yeah. of them are different yes um so the episode starts with um we're in the garage well, yes. t-bone is in, creeping around in the garage and then he opens the door to the cam van and ruthie is sitting inside and he's like is there room for me and he gets in and we get that they are about to rendezvous so they can make out and they make out a little bit and then I think it's Jane. Oh, Jane and Margaret mm-hmm. walk down because they live in the garage apartment. So they are just leaving the apartment to go to the main cam casa. And then they resume making out. And then um, the garage door opens and the Rev pulls in, returning from work. And they're like, we're never going to get any privacy because there's always people in this house coming and going. Um, before the Rev comes back, uh, also in the cold open, the Rev has just... Like, his, him and... It, Lou? Yeah, are talking, and Lou's like, oh, the church service was really bad this week, and or low attendance. And this and then that's when the Rev finds out that the deacons are going to take a bit more control over what's happening, and that there's a $16,000 deficit. And that maybe the Rev... And that Lucy is stale, and that maybe the Rev's sermons have, quote-unquote, jumped the shark. Yes. Which I don't know if it's, a, it, if it's like a meta... Like, for for this for show. The, yeah, for the show or what. Uh, um, but that's the cold open. So uh, so nobody likes Lucy or the Rev, yes. in short. 
Um, so we're going to start with the fact that uh, although we didn't really know how it ended last episode, Mac or Margaret, if we'd even see Mac again, yeah, Mac is living in the Cam Casa, and Mac, Mar- nope, Margaret, and Jane are looking for a place to live in like the classifieds, and they keep. Like, they're circling places, and then, like, you know, one of them will be like, how about this place? And then they're like, that's too much money, or it's too small. So they are like, well, it seems like the problem is either, because at a certain point, they point at some place, and, like, Margaret and Jane are like, oh, we can afford that. And then Mac is like, oh, but I can't. And then he, it basically comes to light that he doesn't have a job. So they were like, well, we either need to get more money, or, like, Mac, you're out, and, you know, Margaret and Jane are going to get an apartment by themselves. So Mac is like, okay, I'll get a job. And he asks T-Bone to help him, and T-Bone gets him a job as a ticket colleague at the movie theater. So he spends the day doing the ticket things, um, and that's when Margaret and Jean come to visit him. And when they say that they found a one-bedroom, one-bathroom, but it's not for all three of them, it's only for Mac. Because they want to stay in the camp casa for a little longer. Because they don't want to pay rent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then Matt kind of puts them in their place. And it's like, you gotta, you got to do things that you don't want to do if you want to be an adult sometimes. And that's when they turn their heads, see the dairy shack, and realize... They both could supple- supplement their income if they returned to the dairy shack. Because Margaret points out that she, she gets paid well for her services as a nanny, but the the mother of the children doesn't leave for more than two hours at a time, so she gets paid, like she works like two hours a day, so she's got a lot of time to spend at the Dairy Shack as well. And Jane works for a non-profit, which means she's definitely not getting paid, paid enough. Um, and the episode ends with all three of them moving out, even though it's maybe been a week. <laughs> like, they haven't even yeah. gotten a check yet. It's talking about counting your chickens before they've hatched. Um, but yeah, so it looks like Jane, I don't know if we're going to see them again, but they're definitely moving out. Uh, we're going to see them again. We see in the previews for the next few episodes, they're going to be back. Yeah. Maybe uh, just we'll see them like working at the Dairy Shack. Um, so then we have, uh, Ruthie and T-Bone. Um, they... Are- well, basically, yeah, I think this happens in the cold open still. Ruthie is like, why can't you drive, like, you're old enough to drive, why don't you drive? That way we would have, like, you could have a car and we could go somewhere else and make out. And T-Bone is like, you're old enough too, why don't you have a driver's license? And she's like, I was in Scotland, so I couldn't <laughs> learn how to drive. So... It is incumbent on T-Bone to learn how to drive, so he, well, he claims he knows how to drive, but he needs, like, to be able to practice a little bit more with an adult before he takes the test, so he asks Kevin to help him. Um, Kevin's like, okay, fine, and we have this kind of, like... Drill Sergeant Kevin. Yeah, this, it's, I think it's supposed to be comedic, because he has, like, an air horn, and the whole thing is, uh, T-Bone kind of, like, loses himself under pressure, so he wants to be, like, in a pressure, high-pressure situation, but, like, still want to pass, and Kevin uses an air horn to try to pressure him. Yeah, so at first, before he even lets T-Bone get behind the wheel, he's, like, asking him, like, questions that, like, he asks, I don't know, what is gross something. The gross weight. um... Yeah, and, like, T-Bone doesn't know, and he's like, well, that's on the commercial driver's license test, and T-Bone's like, that's great, I'm just trying to get a normal driver's license. Um... Then T-Bone kind of is like, this is what you call teaching, I don't want any part of it, because this isn't teaching, this is hazing, and kind of goes off on Kevin, and Kevin's like, you went off on me, you've passed the test. 
<laughs> um, he pa- Stand up for yourself, <laughs> T-Bone, and that's how you become a better driver. And also, T-Bone kind of goes, also, none of your business what Ruthie does. Like, yeah, the Rev and Annie have every right to say what they want to say, but who the hell are you? You don't have any, like, power or control over Ruthie, so stop. And Kevin's like, hmm, amen. <laughs> and, and just I like, got told. Yes. Um... And yet, so that's in the end, T Bone gets his license and then he gets a ticket because he's, they're making out. They're making out and he's parked in a loading zone, which no parking anytime. So he's got a ticket now. The Uh-oh. main storyline is this whole church thing. So basically, in a nutshell, the Rev and Lucy are, are not boring. Yes, are not atta- attracting the young crowd. The young crowd is important for the church because they donate more than the older crowd does. Which is a lie. Because the older crowd has a fixed income, where uh, like you know they can only spend so much money on the church, whereas the younger crowd just money loves to spend their disposable <laughs> income donating to the church. Um, don't know. That's well, what every young person loves to do. Um, and they're trying to attract more young people because there's a $16,000 deficit in the budget, right? Is that the word? Sixteen. Yeah. Well, they keep saying we're $16,000 over budget, yeah. but yes, deficit would be the easier, more succinct way to say that. Um, so the rep is like pissed off and he, he, and he brings this to Annie and Annie's like, that's not true. We're not missing $16,000. And she kind of spends the rest of the episode <laughs> pouring over the books. She's, because she's, which she already has. She's like, I did those books. And I'm like, well, why is Lou breaking this news? Um, but the twins at a certain point, like back and forth, like Ruthie keeps finding herself babysitting. First she babysits for Kevin so he could teach T-Bone how to drive. And then she's babysitting for Sandy because Sandy is called upon in this church storyline. But um, the twins basically tell Ruthie to, like, distract Annie and because they want to, they, like, ask her what, is she, what she's doing. And she's like, it's, I'm doing accounting. It's like math, whatever. So um, Ruthie passes off Aaron to Annie and she's like, I need to go do homework or something. Like, please watch the baby for the rest of the day. And then Annie, like, gets up and leaves the accounting stuff at the table and the twins go over, and you think they're going to, like, mess with the books or something because they start looking at it, and then they're like, this isn't like any math I've ever done. And, well, I guess we can just get to the end. Like, they discover, like, over $16,000 worth of checks that are just sitting in the back of this ledger that they have at the church that nobody else has has found. Like, $16,000 is missing, and they've got that and then some just sitting in the back of this book that presumably, like, Annie has been pouring over and, like, they've been trying to reconcile the discrepancies, but it was just the there. money is just sitting there. Um, so on the other side of this, uh, basically the deacons are like, we need to look over every sermon you give before you give it. And maybe, like, to have... make sure it's compelling. Make sure... And maybe Lucy will take a backseat. So the Rev writes what Lucy thinks is, like, one of his better sermons. Reminds her of, like, the first time she heard him speak. Which, uh, that doesn't really make sense. Because she was always there. When she was born, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a really good speech. Lou agrees. The deacons agree. But they think that the Rev should not be the one to give it. It should go to someone younger and no, hipper. that's not what happened. Sorry, go ahead. They have notes for him, and they're like, you should be able to work in these changes by next week and give this next Sunday. And the Rev is like, but who's going to do the sermon this week? Enter Sandy. Um, and that's who's going to give the yeah. sermon this week. There's also something with the music. 
Yeah, I don't know. The Rev is like, they're like, we want more music. And the Rev is like, oh, yeah, that's great. I love music. And then they're like, no, like young hip music, not what you're thinking. So I don't know what that is, like Christian rock or something. And that's a genre. And they also have like an ad for ad with the with a car. With a used car dealership. Yeah, they're like, oh, we also like this used car dealership man is going to start telling people to go to church and in exchange we will give him a free ad in the church bulletin and also you should just try to casually mention his car dealership during church so um sandy is like capitalism yes so lucy comes in at first is very shocked to see sandy there and then kind of is like no to take your shot go for it like shoot your shot um, oh, I will say, Sandy gets a desk. Yeah. I was very alarmed. Well, not just concerned. Maybe. Um, Sandy's, like, a very good sport about it in that she's like, I won't do it if you don't want me to. I didn't realize that they were going above your heads, etc. But they both say, no, you should go for it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And, uh, as predicted, because the show is nothing but predictable, when she goes for it, she's like, I shouldn't be talking. I'm ceding my time to... Yielding my time to the Rev. So the rap goes up, he kind of makes a speech that, like, people are worried about figures and numbers, and we all deserve more than that. We deserve better. And then he, like, sarcastically makes the plug for the car salesman. And, um... Oh, also, all of the, like, all of the Rev and and, uh, Lucy's sermons are now subject to the deacon approval. But, um, Lucy was like, tells Sandy, like, oh, you better get working on it so the deacons can approve it. And Sandy's like, they told me I can talk about anything I want. And then Tammy said... I would love to hear Sandy's sermon. Um, yeah, Aaron is a bit... I was alarmed. Yes, about that. Whatever. I still would. I would love to hear Sandy's sermon. I would I would be interested to see what they what she has to say. I mean, I think we've heard bits of it in the, like, her whole, like, this is what being a single mother is like, and I have to show up every day, and it sucks, and mm-hmm. but I do it because the baby would die if I didn't. <laughs> Um, so it ends basically with Lou giving the Rev a hug, where the Rev is like, I'm sorry about this, but I had to do what I had to do. And Lou's like, look, I resigned a week ago, but I just couldn't say anything about it. And also Lou is like, we found all the money, so who cares anymore? And he's like, I quit. I'm moving to the Midwest. I'm starting a nonprofit bank for microloans for farmers and doing what I really want to (laughs) do. A young boy's dream to move to the Midwest and start a a, a non-profit bank for loans for farmers. Um, and we kind of end the episode with this, like, picnic barbecue, like, Sunday brunch scene in the backyard of the Camp Casa with all of these people that are not Camdens, um, that have come out of nowhere, and they're all having, like, a happy time, and the Reverend and Annie are looking out at them, like, this is life. (laughs) <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Life as they know it. Um, so that's it. It's uh, it's whatever. What would you rate it? Uh, two. Um, I, so I gave the last one a two. I'm gonna, this is a three. If only for... I know this wasn't part of the episode, but ticket. <laughs> also, I love... I did, like Maybe we'll post this on the social media, but... The, at this movie theater, the ticket is just literally, like, if you go to Party City and you buy, like, a big roll of raffle, of, of raffle tickets or whatever, like, you can use them for anything. And that's what, there's no computer or anything. Mm-hmm. T-Bone is just, like, you take the money and you give them the ticket. And it's, like, <laughs> you could just go buy a gigantic roll of those and never have to buy a movie <laughs> ticket again. 
Um, so check us out um, on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Camden Cast Show. We're on Facebook.com slash Camden Cast. Uh, check us out to, to listen on Stitcher. Uh, you can search for Camden Cast. We are on the Apple iTunes podcast app and on SoundCloud.com slash Camden Cast. New episodes every Wednesdays and Saturdays. I'm Tansy. I'm Aaron. This is Camden Cast. Love